0: Morning, it's Friday, Masters Friday, Uh, Friday, April 8th. If you didn't watch the Masters yesterday, the most amazing thing, um, Tiger Woods, whatever you think about him as a human being, I'm not super fan of him as a human being, but he was a broken human being. I think he worked on himself. I think he made himself better. Um, He was sick, you know, whatever it was, but uh, he may still be sick, who knows, but the man is just superhuman. Uh, I used to work on the turn where his car crash happened in Rolling Hills um, in, in California. And when I tell you, I manage the cable company out there. And when I tell you, there was probably one crash, car crash per week <clears throat> that tore down our cable plant there. And we had to put it underground, long story short. And, you know, it's just crazy. He he almost lost his leg 500 days ago. And the uh, yesterday, he... he he's in the top 10. I mean, he's right. He played one of the best first rounds in the masters that he's ever had. So he's minus one. Um, I think he's off at about one today or so. Um, but it, it'll be interesting to watch to see if he can hold it up because they asked him after his, uh, after his round, what does the nest next 18 hours look like? And he jokingly laughed and said a lot of ice, which to me says this man, um, just walked 18 holes on a leg, but almost lost 500 days ago. It's swollen. It hurts. But, you know, minus one on, on the toughest golf course in the world. Amazing. Uh, so uh, that was one big news. The other big news, Tesla factory opening. Uh, I can't tell you, I have not been this bullish on Tesla um, after seeing um, Elon's speech, some of the the photos that came out of there, some of the um, the the news that came out of there, uh, it's the photos looked amazing. They had the roadster, they had the uh the Cybertruck, they had the semi, uh, just unbelievable. Some of the there's, there's just a couple of highlights, but um, it, everyone says it's amazingly huge. Elon says this is a uh, factory that will revolutionize uh, auto manufacturing, and it's because they're going to do this in mass, mass production. Um, and Ron Barron, who was on yesterday, brought up a good point. Um, by the way, his, he bought Tesla um, in 2018. His average share price is 40. <clears throat> and and we're talking millions now turned into billions of dollars with his initial investment. So uh, just huge. But he brought up a good point, and Elon kind of pointed it out yesterday, that what they're doing is this cash system. So essentially, Elon uh, said, um, If Tonka, remember Tonka toys, the trucks, things of that sort that you used to get. If Tonka can cast all of these little cars and make millions of them, why can't we cast larger ones? And so they started this, Elon and, and Tesla started this casting system where they basically take the car and they cast a huge covering for it. And it traditionally, they put two casts together. He's doing one. So you've got it now for the Model 3 and the Model Y. Uh, My assumption is it will come, I believe if it's not there, it will come for the Cybertruck as well. And you're going to see uh, this, one of the complaints of the Model S is that it hasn't been updated since 2013. The actual shell of the vehicle looks exactly the same. Well, that's what you're going to see over the years is the model three is not going to look any different because they're going to cast it. The model Y is not going to look any different because they're going to cast it. Um, the Tesla uh, roadster, I'm not sure if they're going to cast it because it's a $500,000 vehicle. Um, but if they start casting, then what they can do is mass produce these things. There's no, um, you know, robots will put these together again. Look at the Berlin factory with that drone fly through. I assume they'll do the same thing with Texas. Um, But they're going to cast these things, which A, lowers cost. B, makes everything kind of just roll out on schedule. Um, And and as long as they can keep those things going and push them, again, they have enough demand that they're sold out for this year. Um, You can order it and you can probably get it. Depends on which service that you get. Um, there's been rumors if you order full self-driving, then you get it sooner. Uh, also, if you order a performance vehicle, which has a higher margin, but these guys are making 30 some, uh, 35% on margin, whereas Ford, GM, and all of the other automakers are making something close to 7 or 8% on margin. So he's already got margin. He hasn't even scaled up his production. So bullish on Tesla, huge on Tesla even here. Um, full self-driving. He said, we're going to roll it out to the rest of North America by the end of the year. Uh, just again, huge, huge thing right now uh, in the algorithm, Tesla is not a buy. Uh, Tesla is moving down on the MACD. The nine day is still above the the 21 day. So it's not something where you would, uh, you would sell it right now, because I do think if you sell it, uh, you're missing out. There's a gap here. I think it's going to hit ten ten, and and when it hits just about a thousand dollars, I'm gonna buy again. The last time we had a buy was March seventeenth at eight eight hundred and thirty dollars, um, and you've you've moved up there what five six seven percent, um, you know whatever it is or no, I'm sorry, <clears throat> it's like twenty percent. My mind's not working th- this morning. But Tesla is slightly up in the pre market um it depends on the movement of the markets today futures were up slightly um you know you, it, again it's it the market's going to it, determine what this does but you do have a catalyst coming up and that's why i say if it dips down to, t- to about $1000 i'll probably buy it and the catalyst is coming up on april 20th that's the earnings 420 so if anyone remembers uh i bought on the day when must said hey we've secured private financing at 420 The stock immediately, when everybody found out that he was joking, dipped down to about 280. I held on. Uh, I actually wound up holding it for a few days or a few weeks and wound up selling it for about 520. Um, Bought back in. Uh, I've been trading that one ever since, and I should have just held it. Should have put that one into my Apple bucket, which is buy it and never sell it. I'd be very rich today if I did that, but oh, well, but that's the news on, uh, Tesla. His news on, uh, Twitter is that Twitter employees are freaking out, um, Twitter and, and my assumption is this is key Twitter employees, not just, you know, one engineer, two engineers. This is probably a majority of engineers. And it's probably larger than we even think because today um, Elon will hold a Q&A for the entire Twitter staff. So um, right now Twitter's still a buy. Uh, the nine days well above the 21 day. The MACD looks like it's crossing down. The volume of the hype is coming down. You've got this huge gap here between 39 and 46, 47. So in my mind, this is... Hands off right now. I think, you know, don't hold it over the weekend. But just so you know, on the uh, performance chart of uh, the algorithm, Twitter, if you would have bought, bought and hold over the thousand candles, 70%, with the algorithm 162%. So this is one of those magical ones that the algorithm gets right. And the reason is because you've got huge drops and losses in this one. So um, that's that for the, 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 oh, let me just, Kind of go into this one. China's still shut down um, with COVID. It, it is crazy. Uh, Gottlieb was on this morning. He's the only one I trust. He's the one that I've taken all of my guidance for with the the vaccine, um, with what's going to happen. Blah blah blah. He predicts that the current wave, and again, we're in a current wave of increasing cases, not an increasing of uh, of hospitalizations or deaths. An increase in cases. Key point. Um, BA two, which is a version of Omicron, <clears throat> the second version, and sorry about my voice. It's, it's pollen, but, um, we're in the second wave of this Omicron surge. And that's what China is going through. Now, China is shutting everything down. It's crazy. The amount of cities that they've shut down and, and, and slowdowns, their economy is just getting hit if you're if you've been um invested in china you've gotten in this country the stocks have done actually pretty well um they'd be doing even better if china didn't shut down but essentially we're in this um stage where uh we are seeing an increase we have in, we have a a lar- much larger um immunity to uh covid than china does because their vaccine wasn't rolled out very effectively plus the thought is it's not very effective so um, this is a catalyst for your Pfizers and your Modernas, specifically Moderna. And like I said, on um April sixth, two days ago, we would have gotten out of Moderna with a twelve percent um gain, which was a purchase on March tenth at one twenty one thirty nine, sorry. Uh one forty two. One thirty nine and one forty two were the two buys around March 9th and March 10th. So Um, April 6th, you would have gotten out of there with a 12% gain. The MACD is crossing down. The RSI is slightly coming up, but the MACD is not coming up. Um, We're using the 50-day as support. The 50-day right now is at 161. My assumption is that's where we get the support. Um, There's two catalysts here. One catalyst are the earnings, May 4th. Um, I don't think that there's going to be something specific around May 4th. But the other catalyst that I'm, I'm highlighting is the vaccine for, uh, that will fight against Omicron. Right now, it's in testing. If Pfizer and Moderna announced that their mRNA vaccines and quote-unquote boosters will protect you from Omicron, game over. Uh, the, the last booster got about 30% uh, public buy-in, uh, which isn't a lot. Uh, but people just don't want boosters, blah, blah, blah. Gottly believes that this becomes like a flu vaccine, and I'm over fifty i'm I, I got my booster I'll probably get this next booster. There's been some talk and I want to talk to some of my friends um the doctors and things like that um, not getting this current booster and waiting for the omicron booster, which might come out in the fall closer to July. Um, I've got some public appearance things uh within large crowds that I will be going to um, so I'll probably get a booster, just to be honest. So far, hey, kudos to me, um, COVID-free for for the whole time. I've been very careful. One of those things that that I credit is, um, A, I don't leave the house um, tremendously. And when I do leave the house, typically it's to go outside. But I do wear a mask. Um, And that's the other thing. I had a talk with my friend yesterday about, uh, I think it's the 18th of uh, April, the mask mandate is up. I think, uh, in my particular opinion, I think it's um, 60-40, maybe 70-30, 70% chance that Biden extends the masks on airlines, but I know a lot of my um, stewardess friends are just, you know, uh, 10 friends and pilots, they're like, get this over with, they don't want to fight with passengers, Um, you know, and, and guys, if you're not, if you're one of those people causing problems on airplanes, just don't listen to my podcast. Because you know what? These poor people who are working have to wear masks. They are required to wear masks for that whole time. They don't want to wear masks. My um, neighbors, they absolutely 100% do not want to wear masks on planes. They don't think that it's effective. And, and I personally disagree with them. I do think that it's effective. But they don't want to wear it. And they have to wear it. And then they have to fight with you people who, who want to fight them uh, and cause a problem. Just don't cause a problem. It's a rule. Uh, you don't fight the TSA. The TSA is 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 even worse than a mask. That's less effective than masks. The TSA was only put there to make you feel better, not to stop hijackings. So, whatever we can argue that one all you want. And I do debate with my friends. I have friends on all sides of the aisle, and I I, I consider myself a moderate, but I probably am a liberal down here in the south. So, uh, that but get back to stocks, MRNA. I will alert you when this one is a buy. Um, I think, again, when you look at this one around these hype plays, um, the volume just goes crazy. Like on March 14th, where this thing shot up um, from 140 to 160, um, 166, 140 to 166 on March 14th. Again, it's a hype play. You can make 10, 15% on this stock, no problem. And this is what you wanted as a trader. You want the hype play. So MRNA is a perfect, perfect one. Um, So those are my notes. Now let's start going over some of these stocks. One that I noticed yesterday that has just been hit and probably is in a catalyst situation. Home Depot. Um, This one has fallen significantly. It's it's 52-week high. Let's see where it is today um, on Active Trader Pro. Home Depot uh, yesterday, the day range was 293 to 304. So it dipped under that 300. Today it's opening up at 304, closed at 302. Um, Two days ago, April 6th, and I should have had this on my list, but I should, I really should have had this because this is a bellwether name. This is one that you want, but um, specifically I like Lowe's better. So I'm probably going to look at Lowe's as well, but this was 298. It faked you out. Got you right out. Um, so you'd be out of this one just because the MACD's down. The nine days under the 21. Um, so whenever it crosses down, it's going to get you out. Uh, the earnings date on this one is 517. So you're good, you know, month and a half away, month and a week. Um, so there's not a real catalyst other than springtime earnings on this one. Uh, you've. Steadily ridden this down since December. Uh, The beginning of December, it has been one of these roller coasters down. The 50 day is moving down. The 200 day has moved down. If I look at Lowe's, my parents have Lowe's in their portfolio. We don't have Home Depot. Uh, But um, Lowe's is even lower. (laughs) Ironic. But you've got the MACD crossing up on this one. Um, The 50 day is still moving down. The 200 day is still moving down. But you've got a catalyst on Lowe's where you've got a dividend X date on April 19th. So today you're trading. Did this one break 200? Yes, it did. Two days ago, April 6th, it broke 200. So I think, again, I think this is a category. If you guys own homes like I do, I just spent $100 on grass seed that just wound up washing away completely. (laughs) So uh, that was a wasted $100 that I gave to Lowe's. But the RSI, again, the RSI is at 39. These things are just oversold. So in my mind, I think you're you're looking at a roller coaster and a bounce here. Um, this is an opportunity uh, to start your position in, in names that just aren't going anywhere. Their multiples are not crazy. Um, Home Depot's PE ratio is 19, which again, um, remember, uh, 17 is what the S&P traditionally trades at. The P ratio on lows is 16. And that's why I like lows a little bit better is because their their P ratio is 16. I think they have more room, uh, slightly more room for growth, but these look like they're opportunities. So wanted to point that out. Uh, healthcare uh, is a defensive in these times of potential inflation. Uh, UNH is one that I've been talking about. It is way overbought and and in these times of overboughtness this thing has just continued to run. Um the buy in was February 28th at 465 today you're at 537. Um personally I would probably not buy this but the only reason I'm actually indicating that I may get in on this one. And and the traditional thought is you don't want to play this around earnings but earnings is next week April 13th um and when you look at pre-earnings the 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 market always goes up on this one um the the volume I should say it's not the stock the last earnings period um right about a few days december 30th you had this stock trading at 505 and it dove all the way down to 460 on earnings but ever since then from 460 it's been going up towards 500 you're at 537 only reason i wouldn't buy this is if you think earnings are slightly skeptical. Um, healthcare has been one, you know. Again, hospitals have been opening up. Uh, optional surgeries have been been going well. This is an insurance play. Um, people are still, you know, in my mind, people are healthier than they've ever been just because they've been inside, they've been eating healthier, they've been getting outside um, for exercise. So, uh, yeah. UNH, I, I, I can't can't tell you it's, it's good, you know. It, bad. Healthcare, if you want, in my mind, healthcare, there's two stocks, healthcare, um, UNH and AbbVie. And when I look at this stock on AbbVie, the, the chart is just crazy, crazy good on AbbVie. This one, ironically, you would have bought on January 27th at 136. You're at 173 today. And this one pays what? A 5% dividend? Let me look at their dividend yield. 3.25. It was at five percent, but it's gone up so much that it's not three point two five. Will they raise the dividend to to get back to the five percent? Who knows? Their earnings is on April twenty eighth, so it's later this month. Um, so uh, I I think you have opportunities in healthcare, and I, in my mind, those would be two uh portfolio plays, UNH and AbbVie, and I would put them in the the bucket, the forty percent bucket that I would look at them uh, once a year. Abvi in particular, I, I think I've been wrong on that one. That one might be a buy and hold. Just hold it forever. They've got such a a, a stable of drugs that aren't going anywhere for the next five to ten years that I, I think, you know, again, as inflation goes up and as these these volume um the 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 multiples go up, this one is one that I think you'd do well in. So um <clears throat> let's look at our shippers. <clears throat> UPS is one. Uh, yesterday this one was down. <clears throat> You're at 192. Let's look at where we are on Active Trader Pro. Um, oh, keep pressing the wrong thing on Active Trader Pro and bringing up different windows. <clears throat> You're at 189 pre market, and it's because. There's some, and if you look at ZIM, UPS, UPS in the algorithm, you're still out of, you're not in. I'm gonna keep an eye on it. I'll put it an alert on it, and I'll let you know when to get in. <clears throat> but ZIM is the same story. The MACD is still down. Uh, DAC is the same story. Um, MACD is still down. Egle same story. MACD is is just down. So there's none of these you would uh, quote unquote be into right now. Uh, as far as buying, um, because the MACD is on its way down. The story is that shipping rates are actually going down. Um, the 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 fact that people are shipping less because supply chains and blah blah blah, and they don't have pricing power. These are going down. So uh, all of them have, have seem to have moved down. Um, let's see, Egle. I'm trying to run the algorithm on this one. It doesn't like it for some reason. Um. There we go. Yeah, you would have been out of EGLE as well on April 6th. So those are our shoppers. Uh, Shopify, speaking of shopping, um, this one's just getting killed. Again, for something that's 100% win rate, um, let's look. This one dipped down to the day range yesterday was 620 to 669. It's a 10% swing in a day. Uh, It got to It closed right in the middle at 643. It's trading at 646, slightly up. The PE ratio is at 28. It's a great PE ratio. Remember, it was like 32, 34 when we first started watching this one. Um, supposedly, if you bought it and you're down on it, uh, on my recommendation, again, this is one because the week was positive and because the month was positive, I, I think you hold on to it through the month. Um, let's see if there's a, yeah. So their earnings is on uh, April 26th. They might surprise with earnings. Maybe that's what the 100% win rate is. You never know. Uh, I personally hold, a, hold this one, 74, 744 is my average price. I'm in about 20K on this one, so I'm down with you. Uh, I, I do. My belief is that this is um, business in a box. And, and think of that as Shopify, business in a box. So I don't think that this is crazy to think that uh, there's still going to continue growth. Um, I myself may start a business here. Um, One of the things that I've been writing down on is teaching you guys how I learned to trade. I do get a lot of questions of how would I learn all this stuff. And and, and for friends, I kind of sit down and I show them. They get, you know, their eyes glaze over within five minutes um, as to the amount of information that I give them. So. I'm thinking about starting a little course and it wouldn't be a long course maybe 5 um 10 to 15 minute episodes uh of teaching you how I learned um uh, moving averages how I learned candles how I learned Bollinger bands MACD relative strength um all of those things volume shelves um and showing you in TrendsBiter how I use these things because again I pay for TrendsBiter, I think it's like $400 a year they have a a Black Friday special in November that I just wound up paying for the year um, every year, and I absolutely love it. I'm going on my third year, I think, of of using now. The the product just keeps getting better and better. Um, and again, my algorithm is is not part of TrendSpider, but uh, it is a uh, a good uh, uh, easy to set up, and I can help. What I'll do is I'll start a course, maybe charge like 20, 30 bucks for it just for the production of it or the hosting of it and put it up there. Um. So, uh, but Shopify would be where I would go to put my course. So a couple that I noticed yesterday, um, the weekly stock pick, my friend on Twitter, he's got his weekly stock pick this week. It was Walmart and he puts out an option play at Monday. Um, He has been killing it since I met him in January holy crap, he's been killing it. Uh, Every week was just a a win, 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 win. And what it is, is he gives you an option play with a strike price. I personally have never traded options. I've been telling him that I'm going to get into his play um, probably for the last four or five weeks. I've been sending it to friends. Hey, here's his option play. Um, This is what you want to do. Tell me how you do just to try and see, okay, let's see if if other people can make it as well. Um, But He's been giving that, uh, that I've been giving him shout outs on, 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 uh, Twitter. This week was Walmart. And while I'm a shareholder of Walmart, a very small position, I think I started it with at about $2,000 today. That's worth, um, let me see. I will actually tell you exactly. My Walmart position started at $2,200 today. That's worth $8,000. Um, and, uh, that includes buybacks. Um, there's the purchase history. I'm trying to see when I actually purchased it. And I've got to go all the way back to 2011. So, uh, I've been a long time Walmart shareholder. It's in my retirement account. I've gotten in, gotten out, but that $2,000, um, I've added to some of the purchases. I still hold the original purchase of, uh, Forty shares, so um it's now fifty shares with all of the uh the dividends that I've held but that was one that was his play um it is up it was up yesterday um this the the actual stock that I think is a better play and I own significantly more of it is target this was up two and a half percent yesterday um this is a buy on our algorithm yesterday at two twenty seven thirteen so 227 is the buy. Now, my, my conviction on this buy is probably a 6 out of 10. There's a gap here <clears throat> below between 200 and 205 that has not been filled. Um, that is currently open. And so when I see this 227 and the RSI is at 65 and the MACD's crossing up, the volume seems to be going up. Uh, this is a $300 stock. The 52-week high is a uh, 268 back in November. So I do think that this has a, a move upward. We've crossed, on, again, on a four-hour chart, we've crossed the 200-day moving average for the first time. Um, the 50-day is moving positive. This is a stock that looks like it's rebounding, but I will warn you, there's a gap here between 205 and 200. I will probably try and buy this one more of it at 227 because I do believe in it. I hold a $20,000 stake. Let me tell you exactly. Target, I purchased $11,669 worth. Um, and let me see if I can purchase history. Uh, that was May of 2020. And again, it usually, you'll see a lot of purchases of mine on uh, May 2020. I think Baba was one. Uh, these are all ones that I've bought and I've held on to. And, you know, again, uh, I get a, a, a dividend check of about $97 every three months um, just from that 11000 buy. That $11,000 buy, the average uh, uh, cost per share, let's see, what's my cost per share is $114. So today it's worth $23,000. Target, I'm a believer in this one. Even at 223, I believe this one is a great one. So uh, I will probably put in a limit order today at 227.13 to try and follow the algorithm. This is not one that I've gotten out on the algorithm, just so you are perfectly aware. The performance of the algorithm on this one is 75%. Buying and holding like me for 1,000 candles is 109%. This is one that I have a conviction in. I shop at both Walmart and Target. I particularly like Walmart here in Atlanta. Um, The particular one that I go to is phenomenal, but Walmarts that I go into in New Jersey and other locations are not as good. Uh, That's why I hold a small portion in Walmart. The Targets that I go into are pretty ubiquitous. They are awesome. They all have the same kind of look and feel. Uh, clothing at Target is 100% better than Walmart. Uh, I buy clothing that I wear out usually at Target. Um, the clothing that I wear in the house or for uh, athletics, I buy at Walmart. Again, I, I got $7 shirts at Walmart the other day. And again, I think I'm rambling. I promised I wasn't going to ramble, but I think I'm rambling again, so it's going to be a half-hour show. Uh, but that is one that I wanted. And just one more stock that I, I kind of pulled out. And this has been in a downslide um, for the last um few weeks. Uh upstart holding. UPST. So UPST. Um let me pull it up in <clears throat> Trend for some reason is going a little haywire for me. Um I'm going to restart it. Um so. Uh, But Upstart Holding yesterday, oh, maybe it was asking me to log in. That might be why. Um, Upstart Holding yesterday, it closed at $95. Uh, And let's do this. Pull out the strategy tester. Sorry, I'm running this in TrendSpider, and uh, it's much better since I restarted. Yeah, you probably want me to log in and log out. You would have been out on this when it would have gotten you in on April 5th. Uh, in the morning out in the afternoon, this one, you're currently out of, this is not one that uh, you would currently be in. So, uh, as far as the algorithm goes, um, I, the RSI is significantly down. It's currently at 36. Um, the 50 day, and the 200 day are both moving down. It's trading under the 200 day on the four hour chart. This is one, it's a, a loan company and they use AR for AI for loans. Um. They announced earnings and they gapped up from 110 all the way up to 150 um, back in February when they announced earnings. And ever since then, volume has been pretty steady um, and higher than the previous quarter. And that's why it's been able to hold on to these these, uh, numbers. But um, volume has been going down. Uh, The rumor is that uh, AI has been letting through bad loans. Um, Their earnings date uh, looks like it is on, um, and if I can move that over, yeah, uh, May 10th, um, May 10th is there, so you're a month away from earnings, that's the catalyst for this one, uh, earnings last time, and almost every other time has just been a catalyst for this stock, uh, I will, I'll keep an eye on this one. Again, you're out of this one. This is one that I'm watching because I do believe in the actual product. I believe in the company. Um, the PE ratio is 67. So it is significantly up there and this is going to get killed with the interest rates. Um, but I, I believe in the company. I think the earnings are catalysts and I will probably trade around this one. So With that, it is Masters Friday. I will probably be outside and watching the Masters. Um, My apologies to Thomas and Rose. I I saw there were a whole bunch of things that you did. I just, like I told you, I don't prepare a lot for the show. So um, I kind of write my notes throughout the day. Yesterday, I kind of wrote notes down on all of this stuff. I was busy um, with the Tesla factory uh, opening, kind of reading all about that. Uh, and some of the booster information for the 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 mRNA play. So I will get to your stuff. I promise on Monday I will address all that stuff. Uh, again, Thomas, who's been a tremendous stock picker for this channel and for the podcast, um, believes in the shippers. And if you want to read all about it, you can read my uh, his replies to some of my stuff on um, Twitter. And he's got some great insight. He follows some incredible analysis Analysts. Um, I'm a big believer in his stuff. He's been nothing but good to me, um, and and Rose has been fantastic. So I, I'm a big fan, uh, but my apologies for not including that stuff in today's show. I promise they will be there Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Good luck.